Hey, Bayview family and friends, welcome back to Weekend Wednesdays, the podcast that brings the weekend worship into your midweek. My name is Min Su Kang, and I'm your host for this week's episode. Wow, and just like that, we are in our final episode of season two of Weekend Wednesdays. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Just know that Weekend Wednesdays is continuing. We're not ending here. Stay tuned for updated information of when we're going to be picking back up these episodes for season three. I'm super excited for what's in store for us moving forward. On this episode, we are sitting down with one of my really good friends, Bobby Wong, uh, and he is uh, part of our prayer team. Did you even know that Bayview had a prayer team? We do. And Bobby and I are going to sit down together and talk through uh, just a little bit more about what our prayer team does here at Bayview and also how the prayer team kind of works with our theme, uh, the whole idea of spiritual warfare, uh, the whole idea of putting on the armor of God. And so I'm super excited to sit down with one of my good friends to chat a little bit, to laugh a little bit. And uh, I hope you are blessed by this episode. Enjoy. Well, welcome to our final episode here of Weekend Wednesdays Season 2. Today we have in studio our very own Bobby Wong. Bobby Wong is uh, one of our elders here. He serves also in a ministry called Restore. And um, something that I'm really curious to know more about is Bobby also serves on the prayer team here at Bayview. Bobby, welcome to Weekend Wednesdays. It's so glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. Uh, so I want to jump in with the first question, and um, yeah, I'm curious to know a little bit more about uh, our prayer team. What does that look like? What are some of the things that uh, the prayer team's involved with here at Bayview? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been a privilege being involved in our prayer team over the last, I would say, three or four years. And I would say the main thing that we're involved in is as prayer partners um, after communion Sundays, and so once a month. Afterwards, we have the privilege of just congregation members coming up to us and asking for prayer. So whether that's for healing, yeah, of some sickness or, you know, mental illness or intercession for whatever needs they may be having, whatever they're going through, divorce, like we get a whole host of different kind of prayer requests. And so it's just a privilege to be able to enter into wherever they're at in life and just really lift them to God in prayer. So there's that. And then also on communion Sundays, our prayer team gets together and we just have a time of prayer during the service. And that time is just really a free time of prayer where however the spirit leads us and just praying for the congregation, praying that people would just meet the Holy Spirit during that service. So there's that. And then we're also involved in Alpha. So when we have Alpha, um, our prayer team gets together every single time that Alpha gets together and we pray over the guests. We pray over our serve team. Those are some of the things. And also just, you know, when people submit prayer requests to the church through, you know, the different avenues, email, website, um, we have a team that prays for them as well. When I hear all that, it seems like they're not your average prayers. I think a lot of times when I think about prayer, it's like uh, right before you eat, right when you wake up, you're like, good morning, God, here I go in my day or good night, God, see you later. You know, those right. kind of prayers. Um, it seems like your prayer team is engaged with a lot more depth. Mm. So paint a picture for me, I guess. Uh, what do your prayers look like? How do you guys pray as a team? Yeah, for sure. 
Um, that's a great question. I think something that we really emphasize as a team, um, really three aspects. I think a lot of times in prayer, it can be so easy to just kind of go to God and say, hey, God, I need this or hey, God, you know, I need that. And just it kind of all becomes almost like kind of rubbing a, a genie bottle, mm-hmm. you know, and just asking God for things and then, you know, and then going about our day. And But what we try and emphasize as a team is just really starting with a posture of worship you know, and just starting it with a posture of, okay, who is God? Mm. You know, even when we think about the Lord's prayer and it's so easy to gloss over, but Jesus starts with father, our father Mm. who art in heaven. And so just really lingering on that, our father for a longer period of time and just recognizing, okay, who is this God that we're praying to? You know, he's our father. He's loving. He's sovereign. He's almighty. He's the God of gods, you know, the Lord of Lords, Mm -hmm. King of Kings. He speaks and just creation is made. And so it's just starting from that place. And then another thing that we emphasize, especially during communion Sunday prayers, is a utilization of the gifts of the Spirit. And so so first, really a time of focusing on God, being filled by His Spirit. And then secondly, a utilization of the gifts of the Spirit. And so whether that's, you know, listening prayer, whether that's prophetic words, words of knowledge, you know, just really having a posture of, you know, before we just list off a, list of prayer requests Mm -hmm. to ask God, okay, God, what is on your heart? We're here just to listen. How are you praying, Mm. you know, Holy Spirit? And how can we join you in that? You know, what are you doing? And and how can we join in on what you're already doing and pray deeper into that? Yeah. And so those are some of the things that we emphasize and we try and as a part of our rhythm Mm -hmm. as a team. Has there ever been a time, because you're telling me how I guess you're sitting there as a team and you're opening yourself up to God saying like, how do you want to direct this time? You know, first we're going to position ourselves with worship and then more in a stance of listening as opposed to, Hey, I want this. I want that come through in this way. Hmm. Was there ever a time where I'm thinking there, there must be multiple times where you as a team gather, you have these wants and desires, but Hmm. something shifts. The Lord shifts something. Was there ever a time that that happened? Yeah, I mean, as much as possible, we do come just with a post with that posture. Mm. You know, we come expectant, but not expecting a certain something, but just expecting that God will move. And I think that that really helps with coming with an agenda, mm. which I think is what you're talking about. And so I think it's for me at least just that posture of like, okay, God, what is it that you want? You know, and, and then within that, then. I think what you're talking about is absolutely correct in terms of thing that allows for God to just shift as he pleases. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He, like he'll lay on whoever's heart something and we're like, oh, wow. Like there's that kind of community discernment as well mm. where, you know, if as a community we're discerning, oh, wow, like that's definitely of God, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're moving in that direction that we all kind of move as one body in yeah. that way. So specifically, I remember... One of the first times that we had gathered together for communion Sunday to pray, um, it was laid on someone's heart to pray for people who were feeling distant from God. And just during that prayer, it just really resonated with us. And it seemed like it was a prayer, not just in general, but for someone very, very specific. Mm. And so we just began to pray into that more and asking God that, you know, that they would feel close to him. And then afterwards, we went out to pray for the congregation, you know, standing at the front and people coming forward. And, you know, this individual comes forward and they start sharing 
And as they were sharing, it became very obvious that this was the person that we were praying for. Wow. Began to share about how he yeah, was feeling distant from God and was very far away from him. And, mm. and I just remember like, you know, that that couldn't have happened unless we had that posture of listening, you know, mm. just being open to God, taking that prayer in the direction that he wanted to take it. And so, I mean, that's just an example of, I remember, of a time when God shifted things mm. during our prayer time. Mm. I love that you highlighted this aspect of communal discernment. I remember one time praying with a bunch of friends and God laid something on my heart. And I remember being like, what? Like, that makes absolute no sense. Like, mm. why would I ever share that? And uh, it was only like, I think it was three of us praying for this one person. And it was just funny how... When I was going, I was like, okay, well, this is going to sound very, very weird. But it was so crazy that it lined up with every single person's discernment and what God was laying on their heart. Mm. So, yeah, I love that you highlighted that because, yeah, I think there is an aspect of praying to God in your room, you know, mm. in the quietness of like a private moment with God. But there's also something so beautiful and so powerful about praying with the body of Christ. So mm. I'm so glad you guys incorporate that um, when you do pray for us. As it relates to our theme, spiritual warfare in the arena, as it relates to our prayer team, have you seen any sort of spiritual warfare dynamics as you uh, engage as a team, praying for Alpha, praying for us on Communion Sundays? Have you seen that dynamic at play? Yeah, the one specific thing that I can think of in regards to that is... Sometimes I struggle with, you know, what is spiritual warfare and what is not, right? For sure. Because, you know, I don't want to over-spiritualize things. But on the other hand, I, I do find it interesting that probably one of the most common comments that I get from our prayer team members is after someone comes, after our prayer time, you know, people saying like, wow, you know, that was such an amazing time of prayer. Mm. But beforehand, I was struggling of whether to come or not. Mm. You know, and I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten that, that even though, you know, every single time we meet, I, I get so much encouragement from our members saying, wow, that was such an amazing time of prayer. And yet a lot of times week after week, it can be such a struggle. Mm. And I think in a very real sense, there's that spiritual warfare. Yeah. There's an opposition against prayer because the enemy knows the power of prayer not because of prayer in and of itself, but because of the power of God mm -hmm. and the power of the Holy Spirit and how he uses prayer when his people come together in agreement and, and praying in his will and listening to him. You know, something real happens in the spiritual realm when we do that and, and God has ordained that. And so, of course, the enemy is going to come against that right? because He's not stupid, right? He right. also knows right. the power of God, maybe more so than we do, right? right? And so I'm just always amazed time and time again how that happens often. And, and even in my own life, to be honest, mm. you know, where times where my intention is, you know, okay, I'm going to go to the word. I'm, you know, I'm going to spend some time in prayer in the morning. And then next thing you know, you're distracted by this, that, and the other thing. And totally. before you know it, 30 minutes or an hour has gone by and now you have to go work or like, why am I cleaning this right now? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't even enjoy cleaning. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, not being naive to those things, mm. but going into it, knowing that, okay, there's going to be an opposition right? and putting those things in place that help us to, to fight through some of those things. Mm. 
Yeah, and I mean, I don't think this is exclusive to the prayer team. As you said, you know, like it's so easy to, not easy, but you feel these things as you're like approaching the word of God when you want to pray, when you even want to go to church. I think that's big for people, um, myself included. You feel the sense of like you want to go, but there's something that's just like, nah, I'm going to just skip it this week. Hmm. This is not something I want to do. Hmm. Um, I'll go next week. And then the next week comes and you're like, I'll go next week. And slowly, whatever has, whether it's emotions, whether it's discouragement, whatever has pulled you away from that. Yeah, there's been so many times that I've talked to people or even myself that you go to church, you hear a sermon, a worship song, you get prayed for, whatever it is, and something significantly shifts. Mm. And it may be like even small, but something significantly shifts in your life. Mm. And in those moments, I always ask myself, like, what would have happened if I just didn't go? Mm. And like, you know, the blessing of God, I don't think is going to be like, well, you're never going to hear it again. You know, it's not going to be like that. But yeah, I wonder, like, where would our lives be if we just keep pushing against, like you said, like Satan's going to attack us even in small ways, I think even more so in that way, it's subtle, right? Mm. So what would happen if we continually just allow ourselves to push against that? Mm, yeah. And I'm reminded, like, even as you share that, I'm reminded of, I forgot who said this to me, but they said something to the effect of that one of the tactics of the enemy is he'll distract us with something good mm. to prevent us from doing what's best. Wow. Yeah. Because it's like, if it's obviously bad, you know, right. then it's too obvious, right? right? It's right. like just too bait, right? Yeah. But if it's something good, then it's just like, oh, well, that's good. Like, right. why not? Yeah. But if it's distracting us from what's best, if it's distracting us from him, mm-hmm. the person of Jesus, then ultimately, like, he's one, right? Mm-hmm. He's taking us away from God and like all that he intends for us. And so what you shared there about being distracted by cleaning, it really reminded me of that because cleaning is a good thing, right? Right. We want to keep our place tidy. But if it's distracting us from meeting with Jesus, Mm. then that's something that the enemy will use, right? To distract us. Mm -hmm. So that's just something that I think we need to be aware of in our day-to-day life. Uh, So something I wanted to talk a little bit about before we end our episode here is these prayer texts. You are the one behind them. You're the one crafting these little snippets for us to pray throughout the day. Bobby, they have blessed me significantly. And I was telling you this in the car recently that I remember there was one morning that I was feeling very discouraged and bing, there came your text message. And like, I read it and I was equipped again with truth being like, yeah, this is what's true. And even against what I feel, this is truth. Yeah. And so I thank you. I've been very blessed by them. And so I guess my question for you, um, and it's not really like a specific question, but just wanted to kind of reflect with you. How has that process been of creating those text messages? Has that been a worshipful time for you even as you're equipping our church with kind of like little battle armor pieces? Yeah. How has that been? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I, that's delights my heart to hear that. And even just hearing little encouragements here and there have been um, very humbling and like all credit to our staff and pastors who came up with that idea, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's just amazing leadership from them. But in terms of just the process of creating those, yeah, I mean, to be honest, a lot of it was just really drawing from Pastor Terry's notes mm-hmm. and crafting those into prayers and just asking myself, okay, like how do I take that material and turn it into a prayer? Yeah, for sure. Even as I was going through it and just really inviting the Holy Spirit and saying, okay, 
God, how do we turn this into a prayer? I definitely found myself very blessed by that as well. And I remember after, you know, kind of going through the first round of it, just reading back in it and being like, wow, like I didn't write that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I think that's really when you know that that's the Holy Spirit. Um, and then even in the last kind of round of, of prayer texts, you know, not having as many notes to go by and just saying, okay, like, Holy Spirit, this is going to be you, you mm. know, like, I don't know what to write. I don't know how to approach this. And yet just allowing him to dictate that, allowing him to direct me to different passages of the Bible and just seeing how some of our biblical authors prayed and being inspired by that. Mm. And so, so much of it is just really inspired by the Holy Spirit and by the word of God, especially in the kind of latter half of it not just praying for something, but in the act of praying it, that you're putting on the armor, hmm. that we're declaring these things over ourselves because at the end of the day, he's given us his spirit and that's enough mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, He's all we need. You know, I think of Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Other versions say like, I lack nothing. And so just an encouragement to our listeners here today, just really recognizing that God has given you his spirit. Mm. What else do we need? You know, and when you talk about spiritual warfare, like there's no comparison between God and the devil. Yeah. yeah that, that's a foregone conclusion. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. Michael Jordan versus a pickup, you know, guy off the street. You know <laughs> what I mean? That, there's n- truly no competition there. And it's just really walking in faith of that, Mm. walking in the truth of that, and just spending time recognizing, okay, who is this God? You know, and in order for us to know that, we need to be in community. Mm. You know, we need to read his word. We need to hear the encouragements of other people and just reminding us of who he is. And when we are constantly bombarded with that, how can we help but to have faith, Mm. right? How can we help but to live in that truth, right? When we're constantly getting that message Well, speaking of our listeners, Bobby, as we uh, wrap up this episode, I'm wondering if you could pray over the people who are listening to this episode. Loved what you said about just like, you know, when we have the spirit, it's over. Mm. Yeah, we we won. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, let's, let's pray that over our listeners today. Would you lead us in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your unending love for us, God. I thank you, Lord, that you are the almighty God. And that there is nothing that is outside of your control or your command. God, I thank you for your spirit that indwells us and that makes us holy and righteous. Jesus says you are holy and righteous. And so, God, I just pray, Lord, for whatever situation, circumstance that any of us listening here or in this room, God, are going through. I thank you, Lord, that your spirit is sufficient for all of our needs. God, in those moments where we feel like we don't have enough, God, that we would just run headlong to you, Jesus. And God, that by your Holy Spirit, Lord, you would just fill each and every single one of us up. God, to face whatever challenge comes our way, whether it's a relational challenge, a financial challenge, an illness, whether we're in grief, pain, sorrow, whatever it might be, Lord. God, I pray that the knowledge of having you and just being in your presence, God, would sustain us and would carry us through the challenges that we face day to day. And God, we thank you for the hope that is in you, Lord. We thank you, God, that you are making all things new, God. 
that you're redeeming and restoring all things. And so, God, we look to you, Jesus. We thank you. We love you in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.